welcome to the podcast where my guests and I talk about anything and everything from sports, relationships, politics, movies and TV shows, current events and conspiracy theories. No topic is ever off limits and it's always uncensored. I'm Ben Borges and this is Man Chatter. All right, we are back. What's going on, people? As always, man, like I was telling my boy off camera, off uh, offline, this always starts with me. All right, he's the Stu Gats. I am the Dan Levitard. We're going to get into a couple of different topics, man. You know, we always have a list of shit we're going to talk about, but very rarely happens, and we very rarely stick to the script. So we'll see what goes on, man. So let's say hi to the guy that should be sitting. I honestly think you should sit on uh, on phone books if they still make them. You should try and find some at like a Goodwill or something because it's ridiculous, man. You look like a child. Yeah, yeah, I said it. That's how. That's how we're starting this off. Straight insults, son. Straight insults. Qué pasó, papá? ¿Cómo estás? Oh, well, vamos a pasar con eso. Vamos a con español. español. For those of you that, that don't understand, that means uh, pack. Just got you kicked out of the country, and someone's gonna throw your ass over that wall. That's a translation. Yeah, this podcast. This podcast just got canceled. Se canceló el podcast. Yeah, se terminó la cosa. Se terminó. I sound, I sound so much more Cuban bro, than I realized. I thought uh, you were Panamanian, bro. ¿Qué pasó? Tú sabes lo que pasó? Que yo yo me quería en Miami, verdad? Cuando uno se uno se quería en Miami, lo 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 cubano se entra. All right, bro. Let's let's just jump right in. Let's go. Let's go right into this motherfucking thing. All right. Halftime show. Why were people so angry, bro? Because I I ask you because you look like the token white person, right? Especially with the new light. I appreciate the new light, but you look whiter than usual. You look like you like raisins in your potato salad. So God, I'm damn. trying to find out. Yeah, yeah, you do. I'm sorry, bro. You look like that, a hundred percent. But why do you think people were so upset? And also, it was an amazing, real quick. It was an amazing halftime show. Maroon Five was the worst shit I ever seen in my life last year. It was terrible. I know you liked, uh, old boy taking his shirt off, but we'll talk about couldn't that. Get enough of it. I know you can. Had to excuse yourself to the bathroom every fifteen seconds. But yeah, man. I just so why that, were yeah. people? <laughs> Just watched it on your phone. So why were people so upset, man? What the fuck, bro? All right. First of all, I'm Venezuelan and Colombian. So let's get that straight. All right. I and I speak like I'm Venezuelan and Colombian. Not like I'm a Panamanian who forgot how to speak Spanish. And now I sound like I'm Cuban because my excuse is I was raised in Miami. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. Person. So now that we got that out of the way. Okay. Look, man. Right. <laughs> you, <laughs> no, I've, read a, I've read a whole lot of different things. I've heard different excuses. I, talk, I talked to some people at work last couple of days uh, from uh the obvious or the the the, the one thing that people are going to jump to racist right that's all you got to say racist yeah. right to yeah. people being prude uh you know not exposed to that kind of stuff you and i have talked about this right. i think my brother posted that's just this is like a tuesday that's a tuesday afternoon in miami that show is pretty tame yeah. that was nothing they were fully dressed they were dancing yes. uh Ida was dancing like uh, champeta and uh, and different stuff. That's that yep. mod being uh, influences right on on the music and the culture. Right. 
the stuff that she was doing goes back to uh, I was reading into it that goes back to something that's done in like Lebanese culture. Yep. Excitement or respect. I, I forget what it was, but it wasn't just like gratuitous out just because um, I'm on the halftime show. So everything they did, culture. And I mean, you know, we're Latin. That's that's part of who we are. We dance, and a lot of the dancing, like the the whether it's reggaeton now, which is what's been hitting for the last 15, 20 years, or salsa, merengue, right. a lot of that tropical music, a, a lot of the music in general is just very sensual. People, yeah. um, and that's what it is, and and that's not what America, white America, is used to. Right? Rock and They're alternative nice and emo. Cool. There's it's the complete opposite of of what sensual is. And that's part of the culture. Like it's not forced. We're not trying to be someone we're not. And that doesn't kind of jive with what American or what American culture is, right? That's not. So so when people see that on a halftime show, again, they didn't have a problem with uh, Maroon Five. What's his name? Uh, Adam. Adam Levine. Levine, right? Ripping his yeah. shirt off, where mm-hmm. for for just this for for the sake of ripping his shirt off because that's what he wants to do. Nothing else. Yeah. But these two women yep. that are 50 and 43 are amazing. By one way. amazing, amazing, celebrating, yes. strong, powerful women, successful women, successful Latin women. And yes. And none of that stuff was um, done for like a, a gratuitous nature. So and it was fun. It was fun and it was sexy and it wasn't over the top of anything. They held back. I'm sure they had those conversations. Um you know, during rehearsals, like, no, 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 we got to cut that out because standards and practices is probably going to say this is too much. We, we can't allow that on, on TV, right? And so I'm sure what, whatever we saw was the watered-down version. And I thought, you know, I thought it was fun. I didn't, I didn't think it was over the top. Um, they weren't, I mean, you can say they're half naked, but that's, that's just, that's what they're doing. They're dancing. And, and that's, the outfits are just like part of, of, uh, I, I didn't see that there was any. That's me. I wasn't raised to be. To be. That's the one thing, right? Like, U.S. is taboo. Anything that has to do with sexuality or sensuality is, is taboo. You can't. You can't talk about it. You can't show your kids any of that stuff. Um, no. so, I think that that had a lot to do with. White Americans. Yeah, man, I'm sorry, like, I keep saying that talk, talk to talk about sex, right? Because yep, it's not the yep. norm. And I think yep. it also had to do with the fact that they were Latin women, and they took they 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 owned that halftime show. They owned it, and some people aren't comfortable with that. So, what do you think? I, yeah, I, I thought it was great. It was. I thought it was phenomenal, man. That I was actually like people make this like. All right, where do I start? So people make this mistake that like this halftime show was supposed to be like some calm thing, dude. It's a fucking football game. It's supposed to be high energy, high performance. You know what I mean? Dancing yeah. and entertainment. Like I don't want to see ballads. You know what I mean? I don't want to see any of that crazy shit. Like it's, it was an amazing performance, man. Like I, I was, I'm gonna be honest. I was kind of, I was kind of nervous about it at first because I'm not. You know what I mean? Obviously, I like Shakira growing up, listening to her music. J-Lo's always had hits, you know what I mean, here and there. But I was like, man, I was worried that they were going to make them do something tame, right? Like, go make them sing, like, to, you know what I mean, to calm people, to 
to relax and calm the the mayonnaise population, right? Like, because yeah, right. when we like, it's the not all salad. like it's not all white people, right? Like, it's because it's 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 stupid, and I know I, I make I crack a lot of jokes about that mm-hmm. type of shit, but like, not all white people that were upset about it, but the ones that were no. outraged, like, it doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. Like, yeah, it is that it's. I think they were in shock of the culture of the and also the rhythm, right? Like they're not they're not used to that type of stuff. Like they don't they don't dance, you know what I mean? They usually just sit down and, and are curmudgeons and are upset at at everything and oh look at these Hispanic women showing this. Like I seen people that like I follow, you know what I mean? They're like, Oh, I have three daughters, this is ridiculous. Like the, the image they use though, right? Because they use a still, this is how ridiculous it is. Of the one J Lo sliding towards the camera. Mind you, she's fully dressed, she's not naked at all. That's the that's the appearance of showing skin. She's completely covered, right? If you don't know that, then you're stupid. And two, you shouldn't then be. Oh, my daughter shouldn't be seeing this. This is an this is an attack on them and all this other shit. These are like MMA fighters that I follow, right? Like high level guys that are you know what I mean? Like that are. Mm-hmm. It was just weird. Like I'm watching it and I'm reading this shit. I was like, bro, what the fuck are we talking about right now? Like these women are fifty and forty three. One, two, they're mothers, right? They're both mothers. I think they both have three kids. JLo's daughter, that was JLo's daughter that was in the cage. Shout out to that little subtle, subtle jab at uh, yeah. kids in cages. Was a uh-huh. fan of that. A lot of people didn't catch it, but hey, listen. Yeah. Um. So just they're 50 and 43. Two, neither of them have ever had any plastic surgery, right? So they're they're all about women, women and body positivity. Again, when we're two men talking about this, you know what I mean? Like, this isn't our usual lane. Like, for people that be outraged and upset, I was like, what What halftime show did you watch, bro? Like, what did you want? Like, did yeah, you, want, you know what's what, crazy? Like, go ahead. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, the, no, no, the, go ahead, uh, go ahead. the uh, people that I've noticed complaining about it are other women. I'm like, so you want to yeah. raise women up and, and empower them, and then these two women own that stage, and you do nothing but tear yep. them down. And to me, yep. again, it just goes back to... Um, and I got to say it, and, and other people have said this, you know, on, on, on TV. It, if if, 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 if their it. color of their skin was different, would would we be would they be tearing them down? And I, and maybe no, they no, would absolutely. because some women tend to do that, but I think less so than because it was two Latino women, you know. Yeah, it was two. It was two women of color. You know what I mean? Like his us being Hispanic, like we have. We have this. We're descendants of, of black people. We're descendants. We're a mix of everything: native uh, of of Native Americans, of of blacks. We're because through the slave trade that came through all our ports. You know what I mean? We're descendants. So our culture is very mixed, and it's a it's a melting pot at the end of the day. So that's why yeah. Shakira was doing the dances that she was doing. Why J Lo killed it the way she killed it again? J Lo's fifty, bro. Fifty. Like that's insane. Like that people are jealous of like, oh, it must people who make j- comments. And yeah, yeah, absolutely it's because it's women of color. Like when Lady Gaga did this shit, Lady Gaga wore almost the same shit as fucking JLo did a couple years ago. Ain't nobody say shit. Nobody said nothing. Not a not a single person said a single word when it was Lady Gaga that wore the same kind of skin suit that J Lo wore. Now but you then, know what oh, I did J-Lo's catch like, when she did it? They said that she was, was like that? her her rolls were hanging out or something, because I think she had gained some weight around that time. So they were tearing yeah, her down too. Right. Not that it was too sensitive, women, but right? that, that she should have. Yeah, other other women. Exactly. It's other just terrible. It, it, it's. Like, what do you want? Like, I don't. <laughs> like, I don't. You, you want to be women like, to be powerful, but not that power, not that empowered. Yeah, like, well, like almost, almost, you as a woman, the women who say this shit, you want to set the glass ceiling yourself, right? Like, oh, 
you could only be this comfortable. You could only be this positive. And I'm going to tell you what that what that level is. That in a way, that's political correctness, right? Like yeah. that's 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 really what political correctness is. Not like, oh, you can't say this. Is like, no, I'm going to tell you what you can say to my comfort level. And if you go anything outside of those parameters, there's going to be hell to pay. Oh, it's setting up bad image towards girls. How? Had nothing but women on that stage and men were carrying them. Like, how is that a bad image? Right. J-Lo, again, had her daughter on the stage. An amazing... I, I never heard her sing before. And she sang at the fucking Super Bowl. Like, what What are we talking about here? I, I in th Yes, there's... Look, man, with football, with all the Colin Kaepernick shit, there's an emotion tied to it now that doesn't make sense, right? That's, that's irrational. That's illogical. And... It's stupid. Like it, I don't, I don't know. There's other words I could use, but it's stupid. Just is the easiest one that comes to mind. Like it's, it's supposed to be an entertaining halftime show for people to, for men or women to bash them because these older women, right. Who are for the most part in Hollywood and in, and in media and in entertainment ostracized once they get past a certain age, mm -hmm. because they don't look as hot. Right. These are two gorgeous women, right? They're mothers. They're, they're amazing, powerful, powerful women. And for them to be like, it's just, it's ridiculous. And yeah, like, yeah, let's be real, man. It's because they're women, women of color. It's because uh, J-Lo brought out the Puerto Rican flag. They're like, oh, why is she bringing that when she's American? Oh, now she's American. Now, now she's American, right? Like before when you were throwing fucking paper towels at her people, she wasn't American. But now that, that she walks out with this flag and she's about to marry A-Rod, now she's, now you, now you want to kind of claim her and she needs to act a certain way. You don't get to tell other people how they get to act, man. Because then you become everything you hate about the radical left and all that other bullshit. Because then you're worse because you project that shit onto other people. Just let these women... you Dude, they fucking... I've watched that performance like two other times on YouTube. I've, You know what I mean? I've watched it. I don't know what the fuck I'm I don't know what my dog's doing. Whatever. I watched it two other times, man. Yeah, eventually I'll find out. I hope you didn't like eat through the fucking sheet or some shit. Whatever. But yeah, man, like it was an I, I was a big fan of it. I don't. So that was that was number one of the Super Bowl, right? Number two was are we gonna we're 15 minutes in? Should we just go right into it or should we yeah, wait? Go, uh go go for it. Go ahead. I think we I, I think we, we we beat that that dead horse. <laughs> yeah, we beat that we beat that dead horse. We beat that uh dead horse filled with mayonnaise. Real quick, random question. And I and I know I say this, like do I don't know if it's a joke, and I don't know where I heard it, but it kind of stuck to me. Do some white people actually put raisins in their potato salad? Like you in Ohio would know better than I would, right? Like when there's a cookout or anything that like you go to with with coworkers, you ain't got to say no names, right? You could just say overall yes, or is it just never happened, or is it just one of those things that's like a myth? I don't go to white cookouts, man. Yeah, that's my that's my boy. You just you just stayed on the podcast. <laughs> I, I don't. Longer. <laughs> What'd you say? I just did the podcast for a little longer. No, nah, yeah, exactly. I'm thinking I, about canceling you because uh, right. of your anger. <laughs> I mean, look, man, no. I'm, I'm, my anger yeah. issues. Yeah, bro, the chancleta segment or, or my soapbox or whatever you want to call it. That's where I get my anger issues yeah. worked out, man. If yeah, it wasn't for that, I might have strangled the motherfucker already. You probably should probably go see somebody about that. Your your yeah. hatred of baristas is well documented on this podcast. I haven't gone to that yeah, fucking place so, in like three weeks. I'm sure you haven't <laughs> tired of them pissing in your fucking coffee. But uh okay, so we'll go into the tweet after this. I predicted the Super Bowl, right? Like I told I, you what I, was I, gonna happen. I thought I predicted it. And uh look No no, no I did. I, no no look 
We could listen. I, I don't know if it was San Francisco's defense. I, I think it was more Kyle Shanahan. Just I don't know. Choking like I think he blew it. He choked, right? Like he he. They, what what did they do? They just took a knee in the second in the second quarter, going into into halftime. And so what they went did, away from the running game. So they passed did, the ball like 10, 11 straight times instead of just sticking with their running backs. It was working. Yeah, so what they did at the end of the first half was not call a timeout and then like 30 seconds run off the clock when they yeah. had already stopped Kansas City. They should have had the ball with like a minute 10, which is plenty of time in the two-minute offense, mm -hmm. right? And then they like ran the ball, didn't call a timeout. Um, I think there was like some kind of holding penalty or some shit, defensive holding. So they got a new set of downs, and then they took a shot with George Kittle, their tight end. That's a badass from Iowa. Shout yep. out to my boy Trent. I know he's listen he listens to the podcast, so he's all Iowa all the time. Yeah, and then, and then and then it was like incomplete or some shit, or it was not it was offensive passing. That was yeah, that was a that was a straight arm. That was an easy call. Yeah, yeah, that was a straight arm. Like anybody's like, oh, I don't know, no motherfucker, you can't extend your arm. Like that's the rule. Like and he extended his arm twice. Like it wasn't just once. So and then after that. I think they just took a knee. So that right there, I mean, this has been beaten by a dead horse all week with yeah. uh, the sports talk, right? Like they go, this fucking dog's driving me insane. They go into a, they, and they take a knee. They so they show they don't have any faith in Jimmy G, right? Because there, there's less risk there at the end of the first half because you let him build a little confidence, and then he so then he doesn't have it in the fourth quarter. So then I told you on the podcast previously, the one before uh, Sundays, is that. San Francisco had to play perfect defense every play for 60 minutes. I think we both agreed on that. And it's impossible, bro. Like, to play perfect, perfect defense for 60 minutes, it's it's not you, – you're not going to do that against this team. You're going to have a playoff. You're going to be tired. It's late in the fourth, and you're only up 10. That's That might as well be a, a tie with, with Kansas City. And that, it, took, it took what – I think they scored three times – Three times in like five minutes, and it yeah, was like over. Seven minutes, yeah. It was, uh, yeah. I mean, what was that? Third and 15, it was like a broken or a busted coverage where Tyree Kill got uh, got open, yeah. 46 yards, yeah. Um, yeah, man, San Francisco was playing well enough to win, and I think, but for whatever reason, they're up 20 to 10, and instead of sticking to the running game, then they decide to go to Jimmy G. and and I think something like 10, 11, 12 passes, something like that. Uh, I don't know if it was straight passes or 10 out of their last 15 plays were, were passes. And yeah. they were – those drives stalled right away, and they gave the ball back to Kansas City. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and, and he made some – you know, he, he he made some questionable calls or passes. Like when he felt the pressure yep. coming, when Kansas City finally started putting that pressure on him, he uh, – You see like the – He's like closing his eyes and shit. He's like, oh. I didn't, I didn't notice it until they played it. Yeah, when they, we, they uh, yeah. played in slow motion. I was like, yeah, he just completely just closed his eyes and this, you know, yeah. throw up a prayer. Um, it was kind of how it looked. That was a terrible form of a throw, sir. Just want to throw that out there. That was what was that? Was your arm broken? What the fuck? That's what he right did, there? right? That's what he did. He closed his eyes and it was like a sideways like delivery. It was, and he, it was got, a he got, he I mean, he got popped as soon as he was letting it yeah. go. That's why. So. But He's a football player. I, yeah, man. I I, he... I was afraid that that Kansas City was, I mean, Boza was doing it. I told you Boza was going to contain yep. them, and for the most part, they they did not uh, let um, 
Mahomes get to the outside and just kind of run free. Nope. They kept him inside that pocket, nope. and he and he himself made some questionable calls where he got popped hard. Like he looked indecisive when he went to run the ball, run with the ball, and, and he got popped uh, at the goal line and in the middle of the field a couple times. And um, that was the worst. That was the worst game he'd ever played. Yeah, up yeah. until that point. And then he had that seven minutes in the fourth quarter that were what he's done all playoffs and all season, really. All playoffs. Yeah, his yeah. entire two I mean, years. Think about it. <laughs> Sturding. Yeah, think about yeah. it. 20, 24 nothing, 24 nothing win. Uh, what was it seventeen seven and twenty to ten in the in the AFC Championship game? Win. Like what? What are you know what I mean? Like it's what he does. Comebacks are what he does now. Yeah. And on the biggest stage, he goes from having one of the the worst games, two interceptions, two bad interceptions. Possibly should have had a could have thrown a third, and they just they find the way, bro. They just continue to find the way. It was impressive, man. Yeah, no, it, it, it was. was. Um, I was nervous, definitely. 20 to 10, nine, eight minutes left. I hadn't seen anything from Mahomes that, that I thought, you know, he was going to turn it on. Like, I thought he could. I, I knew he could, but I didn't know that it was going to, you know, I was like, oh, five minutes left. They might do something. It might be too little, too late. And, um, they yep. they just barely it pulled it out, and and even then, uh, Jimmy G missed a wide open. Uh, who was that? Samuel's. No, nah, well. Oh yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. Him too, and Samuel's just like, if he hits him in stride, he walks into the end zone. Um, like you can't. The thing is, all playoff, right? The two games that San Francisco had, you you never relied or depended on Jimmy G, right? And then again, like, <clears throat> then you're gonna do it. In the biggest stage, when your running game is unstoppable, like they're averaging like six and a half yards a carry, you know what I mean? Like, like just bleed the. Like you think from losing a twenty-eight-three lead against New England, he would have learned if we have a lead, let's run the ball. That's Kyle dang. Shanahan two times. <laughs> he did coach the Falcons when that happened. That's right. Or he was an offensive yeah, coordinator. Was, he was the offensive coordinator for them. Yeah. Again, another another un, like I don't whatever. It was just weird, man. And then, again, halftime, the game, amazing. Obviously, Pat Mahomes, future, like the future, him and him and Lamar Jackson. But then you have the tweet of all tweets. It took me a couple of times to read it. Now, should I read it? I mean, everybody knows the tweet I'm talking about, right? Yeah, you can read it. I don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea. Oh, really? You don't know about the Kansas City, Kansas? Yeah, there's a Kansas City in Kansas. It's not what your team. Yeah, there's a Chiefs But it's not what the Chiefs are. I feel like you should know that, right? Like there's a Miami and Ohio. A exactly. There's a Miami and Ohio. Nobody ever refers to that one. Let me pull this up. No, isn't had... that where? Uh... <laughs> no, no one, no one talks about that one. Uh, that's, that's where Big Ben probably harassed a couple women. Is that... That's exactly where he did it. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, where no one talks about it. They're like, no, no, no. He's right, from. So he's a uh, Pittsburgh quarterback. He's the Pittsburgh quarterback, not Miami, not Miami of Ohio. All right, so the tweet goes as follows. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs on a great game and a fantastic comeback under immense pressure. You represented the great state of Kansas and, in fact, in the entire USA so very well. Our country is proud of you. Now, listen. Yes, us, listen, me and you are going to make a thousand mistakes on this podcast, Jonathan. Right? Yeah. We're going to say dumb shit all the time. That doesn't make sense. That's not what we're here for. But I feel this is this is just me. Very low bar. 
I feel like if you're the president of the United States or anybody, in, you know what I mean? You should know which Kansas City is which, right? Like you're the president of all the country, right? Like you, that's that's what you do. That's who you are. That, and that's what it is. How is it possible that you get that wrong? And how, like other people are like, oh, but there is, like you said, like, oh, but there is a Kansas City in Kansas. Yeah, bro. Nobody ever refers to that one. The only shit they know about Kansas is maybe Topeka. You know what I mean? Like, maybe. Like, I don't know. Like, I can't name another. I, I don't even know where, like, Kansas, KU is. I don't give a, you know what I mean? Nobody, yeah. nobody watches that shit. I don't care. Like, there's only one team, and it's Kansas City Chiefs and Kansas City and Jefferson County, Missouri. Like, dude, I know that shit, and I'm an idiot. I'm you, dumb. You sure? Like, yeah, all right. You're not supposed to agree with me fully, sir. That's a little disrespectful. I'm just helping you make your point. That's all. No, no, I appreciate you throwing the exclamation point on the use, son of a bitch. But yeah, look, man, it was and dude, like I, I have fun with it. Like, as you've noticed, you 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 know, you follow we're friends on Facebook. I've been trolling, <clears throat> right? Because I like to talk shit. But people get so like, dude, I'm clearly joking. People get so upset. Like, I'm like, yo, man, like, it's a joke, bro. Like, it's it's a joke. Like, let's calm down. Let's relax. He he clearly doesn't. He clearly didn't know that the, that Kansas City was Missouri and not, not Kansas, even though there is one. Yada, yada, yada. He didn't know, bro. Stop trying to explain it away like you know this motherfucker. Like, he didn't know. And that's okay. <clears throat> and here's or, the truth, right? The truth is that... <laughs> Uh, I know there's a Kansas City in Kansas, and it's it's it it might be understandable to be like you know what, it makes sense Kansas City, I'm gonna Kansas, think yeah. in Kansas, but that's not the one that yep. people think about. The one that people think about, whether you're a football fan or not, is Kansas City, Missouri. That's just yes. what it is. No one thinks Kansas City, Kansas. That's not a person. I guarantee. Here's the thing, right? I guarantee you, ninety. I won't say a hundred percent. 98% of the people were like, oh, but there is a Kansas City in Kansas. Them motherfuckers Googled it right before they wanted to prove their point. Nobody knew. No, not a fucking, not one of them. Because honestly, why would you ever search that? Unless you've been there. I don't know. Which I don't know anybody who has. And I don't know. I don't know anybody who's been to Kansas. You've been to Kansas? Just random. Because uh, you drive a lot. No, no okay. I might have driven through anybody, there. That's how memorable anybody, it was. Yeah, I've never met anybody from Kansas. I, you know what I mean. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know that. This is anecdotal shit talking, right? Yeah. Like, no. Why the fuck? How would you? How would you ever have known it unless you Googled it? I'll be honest. I Googled it afterwards. I go, there is a Kansas City in Kansas, because the only Kansas City that's ever been relevant is fucking Kansas City, Missouri. Right. With the Kansas City Royals that won the the uh, the World Series a couple years back. Again, Kansas City, Missouri. No, what are we talking about here, people? Again, we're assholes on the internet. All the people that I've had arguments with are assholes on the internet. We can be wrong. We could say dumb shit. Maybe, maybe not the president, bro. It's not even like this isn't even like political talk. Like this is just simple geography. What grade would this be? Six? Would this be sixth grade? Yeah, I think sixth grade. That's right. fair. Fifth right, or sixth, sixth right, right? Fifth or sixth with like uh, with civics and shit like that. Or like in, blurred into that, like civics and geography, uh, th- like this is this is some simple shit. I had to I Google shit all the time. I don't know, so I didn't know some words were words, or I thought some words 
with you know, well, that was really that was a lot of W's. Are you having a you know seizure I mean? right now, bro? What the fuck? I just say I just I say words like eight times. It was actually seventy-two times in a thirteen-second span. But dude, like, let's like you don't. I I get listen. I get your political views and all that stuff, right? For the people I've argued with, that's fine. But if you can't even acknowledge this, like, that's when I was like, "Yo, man, like, there's no point in even arguing." Like, if but, you can't even just like, "Yo, man, that was no, that was stupid," and then just move on, because I don't care. I'm making fun of it. Like, I'm not making fun. Of, I'm making fun of the whole situation. I'm not making fun of him as a person, right? Like, I'm not attacking him. Like, yo, man, like, that's stupid. Like, if anybody else did that, that's that's dumb. Yeah, man, I think, and that's the funny part, right? You're saying something just to be funny, just to be stupid, and people are going in like their lives depends on it, defending them. Like, is I, I, I don't, I just hit the like button on your ridiculous Facebook or Instagram post. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. like, let me see who's gonna lose their mind defending this person and and bust out, uh, you know, a Google search, screenshot, Google Maps or whatever. Be like, look, there's a cancer, and and sure enough, it didn't fail. Yeah. And I'm like, I mean, like, I was like, dude, it's a funny comment that has something to do with politics or anything. And you are here defending Nothing. your man. Like, that's your man. Like, you guys are just right. for better or worse. Right. You know what? That do you part. I don't. It, it's funny. It's, it's funny to it's, me. It, I would say I would say it's almost worse than that. Right. Like, it's the symptom of, of like how they always per, how they portray like domestic violence victims on tv shows like law and order SVU right. and shit like that like they're they're defending their man to the to the end right like that's what they come off like to me bro i was like dude it's a it's a joke bro like i'm not like i think i've gotten better about not being political on my facebook right because it just it doesn't end it's stupid whatever you know what i mean like i can't i can't crack jokes now like jokes are off off limits like i'm i'm clearly fucking with you and that's just that's too far i do like you see the people who fucking rant and take pictures and like and dude, you don't even like know about like the people that send me messages and texts like oh man that's ridiculous you, you know he meant this i was like dude it's it's a joke man it's a joke bro if you can't handle that then we then we have nothing else to talk about i sound like you don't actually like i don't know anybody else in my i don't know anybody else who would defend the person they've never met like that dude the you thing is I, mean? I don't like, even remember no. people like defending Obama, like he wasn't anything, anybody except another president no. of the United States, right? Yeah, bro. And like had, like, yeah, like, I, I wasn't like, yo, man, you better watch how you, you better watch all this shit. You're no, bro. That's right. He's a Tar Heel what fan, and what? I'm like, what? Yeah. Exactly. So what did we? Oh, we went to the Duke game. I can't believe you went to the Duke game. Why well, didn't go to Georgia Tech? The fuck are we talking? Like, what are we talking about here, bro? Oh man. Like, dude, like it's it's so insane. Like it's. Like I like I like talking now about like the periphery of politics, right? Like I don't want to get into like the nuance and like the state of the union because that's stupid. I didn't watch it. I didn't care. You know I mean, I was in bed, so I had to be up at three o'clock in the morning. I didn't watch any of that shit. I didn't care like with all the memes and people like dude, like the things people get outraged over and yeah. all this shit. I was like, bro, what what are we talking about, man? I didn't even know. Like, I was just like flipping through the channels and then I saw. I'm like, let me check what's on, and then I see that all all the news channels just have oh, the coverage, and I'm yeah. like, oh shit, that's going on. I was like, it's today, okay. I put it on for maybe five minutes, and I noticed, you know, the same thing you see at every state of the union, every state of the, the union. president, right? All of them. Like, mm -hmm. all the supporters get up and clap, whoever the president is. 
But this one is just funny because it's a soap opera. So he says something, his supporters clap, then you have the AOC group out on one end yelling some stuff, ah, whatever the hell they are. Yeah. They, they are dressed in white. I swear, I, I had to stare, look at them for, for a couple seconds because I thought they were like dressed in like white sheets. I'm like, what the fuck is going on right now? I was like, oh, no, it's yeah, not sheets. They're, wet, they're dressed in white dresses. Okay. It, it scared me for yeah. a little bit. And then you have Pelosi sitting behind them when he says something that she doesn't agree with. Everyone stands up and claps. Pence stands up and claps. And she just sits there with this shitty, yeah. this shitty look on her face. And I, again, I'm, I'm, I'm right now talking bad about both sides, right? Like I, I just didn't yeah. care for what he had to say for her reacting in the background. I'm just like, this is all, uh, it, it's all for show, you know? Sure. And then I know I, I changed away. I, I clicked away from it and I went back and then they had like the, the demo, uh, the Democrat response by, I forget what Senator yeah. from wherever the hell she Whit was from. Whit Whitmer. Whit I heard about it. Like I heard about it. Cause like I'll catch like the highlights and stuff like that. Cause yeah. obviously I'm, I listen to politics and I follow the shit. Never heard of her. Don't even know what, what state she's a senator yeah. of. Yeah. You know what they cast her? Yeah, but you know what they can't kind of she's I, I listened to that for a couple minutes and she's talking about uh healthcare and how she was the sandwich generation because she was stuck she was stuck as a mother taking care of kids and caring for mm -hmm. them at the same time as caring for her mother who was going through I don't know if it was cancer or something. So she was sandwiched between two generations, taking care of her of the one generation before her and then her kids. Mm -hmm. But when she's talking about this, she's reading straight off the teleprompter. Like, there's no emotion. There's nothing. I'm like, no, you're no, talking no. about your, your mother who died. I think she said she died or or was dying or whatever. And, like, she's just reading, reading straight off the teleprompter. Like, you couldn't you couldn't yeah. freestyle that? Like you, couldn't just, you couldn't just say, like, your, talk to your experience? You had to read off the teleprompter for that? You could always go back to the teleprompter. I was like, yeah, I'm done. I was like, you, you and your heavy yeah. makeup and all your bullshit and then just reading – line for line like there was no emotion behind it i'm like nah whatever i can't deal with this i'm like let me go watch the basketball game let's see what zion is about to do yeah exactly it was zion versus uh Giannis Giannis, last night. Yeah, that's, yeah i didn't even, again son I was, dude i was i was in bed by 8 30 son like I'm, I'm old as fuck like i had to be up at three like i didn't watch any of that shit i caught the highlights of the, the zion Giannis thing and everybody talking about him and everybody's like oh is he gonna lead his team to a title I was like yo he's seven games in yeah he still has to lose some weight let's settle he, down bro he does let's Let's settle down. He has to lose like 15 to 20. He'll get his eating right in a couple years and he'll, and he'll be a fucking monster. He already He's already more active shooting the ball than Ben Simmons, right? Ben Simmons, Little, he's got like I one three. <laughs> so I'm, I mean, I, listen, this might, not, this might be an unpopular opinion. I Here's the thing. It's my podcast. I don't give a fuck. I don't think Ben Simmons is that good, bro. Like, I know he's had like come up games, but like he's a, he's a super athletic Guy that won't shoot past eight feet. Like, how far does that get you? With him with Joel and Bead, both clogging up the paint. What are we talking about here? Like, yeah, that's the thing, I mean, right? What? I mean, he he's a big dude, but he's got a point guard, which is why he plays a point guard. He's point guard handles, but he can't. Yeah, shoot but he doesn't take the floor. the paint. Yeah, he can't. He no, it's not that he can't. He refuses to shoot. Yeah, like, he just he just doesn't. Like it just it doesn't happen. Like he just refuses to do it. Whatever analytics that he's looking at, whatever the fuck, I'm sure he'll get paid. Because again, he's a he's a superstar athlete. But I'm I'm watching it, and I, I saw a little bit of the game against the Heat that they played because mm -hmm. it was on like NBA TV, and I was like, the Heat are good, but they're like they're mostly a hyper energy, you know what I mean, like a high energy team. 
right. high hustle. You know what I mean? Like that's that's always who they've been. Out of bio, yeah, yeah. Out of bio, yo, out of bio, out of bio, and hero, the two Kentucky guys have yeah. really surprised me. They have they and they hit on two undrafted picks, which were uh, something Rob Duncan Robinson, which is like a a, a killer from three, mm-hmm. and Kendrick Nunn. You know what I mean? You need these kind of hits when you don't when you're still kind of paying people and figuring it out. Like you have two bad contracts and James Johnson and Deion Waiters. But, yeah. So they're trying to figure it out. So they they've surprised me. I thought they were gonna be like a 500 team, barely sneak into the playoffs. They're top four. Like that's that's yeah, crazy. Third, fourth best record in the league. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's it's insane. But yeah, dude. Like I I don't know, man. Like I don't know how I don't know how he's gonna do it. Like I don't I don't see them doing anything. Like you can't lose by almost 40. To a team with only Jimmy Butler, you know what I mean? Like that's yeah. an actual. All the other guys are pieces. Jimmy Butler's that dude. Adebayo's like, and they let Jimmy Butler go. They had him, and they refused to. Yeah, they let Jimmy Butler. They let Jimmy Butler. Listen, Josh Richardson is a solid player, right? But you don't give up Jimmy Butler for Josh Richardson. Like that's that's just not a trade you do. But right. I guess the money and all that different shit and business gets into it. It was weird. I don't know. I don't know, man. I'll see. I don't care about basketball till June, till like the playoffs. Because well, like right about, after the all, yeah, I don't care about basketball till March Madness, and then again till like it's getting down to the playoffs for the NBA. Like I, mm-hmm. I don't really follow college ball like that. Not like I follow college football every week, no Saturday. Yeah, I keep up with no. like it's just like baseball. I get interested in baseball during the playoffs. Like I'll keep up with like who's doing what, who's in what. The, the the MVP race, I might catch some highlights, but to sit down and watch a game, nah. Yeah, I I can't tell you the last time I watched a basket uh, a baseball game. It's probably been a solid, like actually watched one, like inning in, inning out. I remember I went to the last year that uh, Big Poppy was with the Red Sox. I went to a game because I used to live in St. Pete, right, like yeah. ten minutes from the stadium. Never went to a game except for one game. We got there, me and my boy got there in the third inning, left by the seventh, like. <laughs> And, like, it wasn't, you know what I mean? It was all Boston fans, so it's a lot of cars and chata. <laughs> and, you know what I mean? And shit like that. I was like, I'm out. I can't do this. I'm out. I'm out, man. Can't do this shit. This is this is the most annoying accent I've ever heard. It is. The fuck about it it's and what's bad, crazy is that people say they find that sexy on women. I'm like, what? What? No, it's fucking, there's an ER that's, at the end of all that shit. worse. That's the only time you, pronou- you have to pronounce the ER. And all the words, because there's another word that you should, should never do it. But yeah, <laughs> but dude, like it, it was. I don't know. The Super Bowl commercials were terrible. It was. It was an okay Super Bowl. Like, I actually, I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Like when uh, when what's it? When Patrick Mahomes was that second pick, I was like, Yo, man, the Chiefs are still gonna win this game. I actually changed the game, changed the channel. Like I, I started watching something on Netflix that me and my wife have been binging. You know what I mean? Like I just, I didn't, I didn't care. Now I'm not gonna tell you what it was because you're gonna judge me. But fuck just it, say you know it. I mean? Just say it. What is it? No, 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 no. I mean, I'm no. judging you already. What is it? You're Listen, watching. Man. I know. What is it? All right, all right, all right. Fuck it. It was a. It was this show called uh, called Next in Fashion, right? Where it's like these fashion designers is like a competition where these fashion designers create clothes and shit like that. Yeah, I don't care. It was fucking insane, man. Like the shit these people made in like eighteen hours yeah. doesn't make any sense. Like it doesn't like just like the create like look, this this podcast is a creative aspect, right? Yeah. And my wife does a bunch of creative shit. 
Like she made the thing for my for my jug. You know what I mean? So it's like it's interesting in that way. Right. You know what I mean? Like the, the dude, like they make full sets of clothes for two. Like the, the final show was like 10 people. They made dresses in like three days. Like these high-end dresses, it's like these crazy shit. I'm like, yo, it doesn't even make sense. Like, how is this possible? Like the thing is, like, my brain doesn't work like that. So I don't even comprehend the concept of doing something like that. Like, I remember when I was uh starting out doing my podcast, I was trying to figure out like RSS feeds and figuring out like the best way to host it and how to record if I want to have a guest on when all my friends live mobily. You know what I mean? Like, this is stuff that me and you have even talked about in the last like six months, trying to figure out different softwares and stuff like that. And we're dealing with something that's already created, right? Mm. Imagine being the motherfuckers that built the app or the software and then put it out. Like that's that's the that's the side of it that's crazy. And it was really interesting, man. I'm not even gonna fucking lie. I don't care. I don't give a fuck. It was, I, you know what I mean? Like it was obviously all the all the male designers on there were the gayest of the gays. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. And and a, and a and a young fucking. Korean woman from uh from Seattle, South Korea won this won the shit. From Seoul. And it was like just because yeah, from Seoul. Like they just get like so the thing is like they do a really good job of like explaining their stories and talking about them. So you get invested in the people. You know what I mean? Like I don't know if you are probably never watching, so I'm gonna just tell you. So spoiler alert, if you have watched it or you want to watch it, or you're just like, yo, this guy's fucking weird if he watches this shit. I don't give a next point. design, what uh, next design? Uh next in fashion. Okay. Yeah. So the the girl who won, you should watch it, and you should still watch it even if I'm spoiling it for you. I don't give a fuck. Um, the girl who won, like she she's like, it's a very small business that she has in Seoul, South Korea, and she makes and she makes clothes, but like her sister tells her what to make. You know what I mean? So like all her creativity is stymied, right? So she's mm-hmm. not able to like create everything she wants to create because her her sister's like, no, we have to make stuff that's gonna sell, and she makes some amazing clothes, man. Nothing that nothing that's functional, nothing that me and you would ever see anybody we know wearing, right? Like this is high end red carpet ce- celebrity shit. Like some shit that they made is fucking insane. Right. But then like you see it at the end of it, that, that her sister's like, oh man, like I and she's like crying, bawling. She's like, I've done nothing but destroy my sister. I've stopped, you know what I'm saying? I've stopped out of her creativity because she sees when she's not there to put that glass ceiling on her what again. She's able to do like creative. What she's able to do. Yeah, creatively, yeah. dude. It's 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 incredible. It's incredible, man. Like, just again, the creativity of it is what I was what I was a fan of. Like, I don't know, I don't know fashion, bro. I wear black shirts all the time. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know, I don't know what the fuck I'm looking at. But like, just like that, they're able to create this shit. All these people are able to create it. It's it's insane, man. It's crazy. It's awesome. So I mean, Never. so what's what's next? Uh, America's Next Top Model. No, nah, I was thinking about that, but that's not that's We're week to week. Right? I can't. Do that. First of all, don't don't be knocking crap for the straight guy, son. Don't be knocking crap for the straight guy. I saw a couple of people on there that look like you. They try to help midgets out all the time, but you know it's only it's, it's it would only be half the show. You bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh. So let's see. Let's see. What's coming up this weekend? I've been meaning to talk about this. We might have touched on it. Oh. Before. UFC two forty seven. Yeah. He sent me that link. Like- that interview with uh, Hawani. There yeah, yeah. But uh, kind you, of him I saying, like him alluding that he wants to move up, and and it makes sense that the one guy he would fight is Stipe because he's a smaller heavyweight. Yep. Again, we talked about this. I had this conversation again, and we're gonna have 
Sunday we're gonna have my cousin back on because he's a John Jones dick writer. Sure is. Um, and he'll be, he'll be back on to talk about you know what I mean to talk about the fight because he wants to come on after every UFC event, which is cool. You know, he's a, it's an open invitation. But yeah, man, like, dude, I'm not excited. I'm like we talked about it last. I'm less excited this week, and we're right now two day, three days away from the fight. I yeah. don't care. I don't care. Like, yeah, Dominic Reyes might knock him out. Like, like Anderson Silva got knocked out by Chris Weidman. That might happen. But I don't give a single fuck, bro. I I don't care. And it, are you like yeah. are you excited about it? Are you honestly? Man, I'm excited be- only because it's been a while since I've seen him fight. And but he kind of said it himself during that uh, interview with with Ariel. He was just like, uh, "Why fix what's not broken?" Pretty much saying like, "Why would I leave this division if I'm already like I've gone through everybody?" And so yeah, it's it's kind of enticing like to move up to see what I can do. But why fix what's what's not broken? Meaning to say like he's just happy staying there fighting the same old people that he's already dominated. So like that mentality to me is like, what? Like, but then he says that and then he turns around and he says, well, yeah, I'm thinking of going up and steep is the guy that I have, uh, my, my site set on. So I'm, yeah, like he- I hope he gets through Reyes. You know, he said that, yeah, I'm thinking Reyes is who I'm focusing on now, but I, that's who I'd like to fight steep in. And maybe that wouldn't be the most exciting fight, but uh, seeing him at steep fight would be, um, I think it's a good gauge to see where he would, where he would be against all those other the other heavyweights, right? I mean, because yeah, I mean he's the Steeper. Listen, I know Steeper has this thing. No, nobody watches him fight because he's not a big draw and he's boring as shit. Not right. not a good personality for fighting. He's just a tough motherfucker that beats everybody's ass, right? That's who he is. Let's be let's be one hundred percent honest about this. He doesn't do any right. kind of self promotion. Super boring, super bland, but a hell of a fucking guy because he's like. A volunteer firefighter for in Cleveland. Here, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, he's yeah, right, right by your house. Twenty you know minutes. I mean? Like you might actually, yeah, you might actually run into him one day. You know what I mean? Probably the nicest guy on the planet. This is not the bad, but fight wise, he's not exciting, right? John Jones fighting these guys that he's been in. He's been in this division now. What fucking 10, 12 years? Yeah, and you got to count in the suspensions of what four years? So he's had eight years of fights. And when was the last time he works? Daniel Cormier was maybe the only times in the Gustafson fight. I didn't even watch the second one. I think I was excited about the second one because the first one could have gone either way. I was it was really close. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was that was really close. But again, when when have you been super excited to see John Jones fight? It's been a while. Yeah. Realistically. Yeah. And he's not you know trying to I mean? knock people out either. He's just it's just yeah. not he's he's being the stand up George St. Pierre. That's what he's doing, right? Like he just he just gets gets out of there, points you to death, and gets out. That's not exciting, bro. I and I, and I hate the fact that he still tries to be a nice guy. You're a terrible person, bro. You are. Just be a dick. You are. Just be a dick. <laughs> you ran into a you crashed into a woman and was was she pregnant? And then he fled the scene. <laughs> just and only ran back to get son and only ran back to get his money and drugs. Like, and what are we, we talking about exactly. here? Don't pretend to be. Look, no, you are. You are who McGregor wishes he could be. Like that's who you are. You yes. are. Yes. That's who you are. You. It's not an act like Kobe Covington. You are. Yeah. Who they're trying to portray. So just embrace yeah. that. Just be embrace. It. Be the bro. Be a fucking Floyd Mayweather made 
hundreds of millions of dollars being the bad guy. And he's also a terrible person. Yeah. You being this, oh, man, you know, I, I'm trying to get through it. I'm trying to figure it out. No Ariel. What the fuck are we talking about here, bro? Yeah. Even when he's talking shit about Israel Adesanya, oh, yeah, he's scared of me. Again, no energy. You know what I mean? Dude, first of all, you're talking about a guy right now because John Jones has a kind of weight that's probably 40 to 50 pounds lighter than you. So if you're going to be the bully and be the dickhead, go all the way in. Don't say, oh, he's scared of me. No, nah, man, like, look, man, f- you know what? Fuck that guy. He's a bitch. He wants to call me out on social media, but when I see him in person, it's not the same energy. I'm not worried about that little bitch. You know what I mean? Be be the guy that, remember the when the, the clip that came out with him and Daniel Cormier when he thought the camera was off? Yeah. He goes, yeah, he I goes, hey, that. he goes, I love that John Jones, bro. He's like, hey, yeah. hey, pussy. He was like, hey, pussy. You know what? I'm, I'm <laughs> making my bitch. They like that, bro, that's what, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I want to see, bro. I don't want to see this. I'm trying, you know what I mean. I'm trying to, I'm getting, getting myself in the church. John Jones, you're a sociopath, bro. Yeah, you're that a psychopath. That dude is nuts. That dude, you're, you're, you're the baddest motherfucker on the planet. I'm terrified of you. I'm hoping I never see you if you ever see this podcast. I'll apologize immediately. I'll turn into a bitch like that, son. Let's let's just keep it 100. But John, like you need to do a better job of promoting yourself. Seven people are gonna watch the fight this weekend. There'll probably be 30 more illegally streaming it. Like, dude, nobody's excited to see you fight. Dominic Reyes shouldn't be the one out there promoting everything. Nobody knows who the fuck he is. You don't think he'll pull numbers knows. just because he's John Jones? You don't think he, he has that anymore? No. Absolutely not. You think he has to do what Absolutely. McGregor's doing and and, and all the, the so shit talking? I don't think John Jones has ever really been able to pull numbers. He's not. First of all, he's controversial in all the wrong ways. And then he tries to be fake about his controversy. You know what I mean? Like you, you take fucking dick pills because you're trying to fuck hookers and snort cocaine the whole time while you're training up for Gustafson. That's who you are, bro. That's who you really are. Like portraying like he's getting bad advice from whoever the fuck his people are. It would just be the bad guy, bro. Just be, everybody wants to see the bad guy lose. Kobe Covington. I watched the Kobe Covington Kamara Usman fight just because I wanted to see Kobe Covington lose. I didn't give a fuck if they don't. If neither, if Kobe Covington isn't that way, I'm not watching that fight. I don't give a fuck about Kamara Usman. Never seen another one of his. The only other fight I saw of him in like his 12 or, or whatever the fuck in the UFC after the fight, he's like, "Oh, that was me at 30 percent." I was like, "Well, I'm never, I'm never giving you 30 percent of my attention." Like what? Are we, what the fuck, you know what I mean? Like the fuck are we talking about here? I didn't care about that fight. I'm gonna care about the George Masvidal fight because of George Masvidal, right? Because George Masvidal does great self promotion and he's not over the top with it. He's like you see him like oh bro that guy's a pussy. I'm I'm, I'm a fucking I'm gonna put him to sleep. Yeah, I'm gonna baptize him. Very simple, very quick, very efficient. Super necessary. Catching uh, Leon Edwards with a two piece. Two piece on a soda, you know what I mean? Like right. all that is and it's been all natural because George Masvidal after he the he doesn't have to try, he's yeah. not really playing a character. Like he he's been he was quiet throughout his career, but that's who he is. That's his personality. I mean, we I grew up watching him on, on YouTube clips before he you know went pro and started fighting in the UFC. So like your street fights, like your street fights with Kimball well, Spice. Like that's that's who he is. Yeah, man. He's fighting yeah. Big Ray. <laughs> yeah. Fucking choking people up, fighting guys that are probably like 40, 50 pounds heavier than them, saying they're in the same weight class. What the fuck are we talking about here? Yeah. 
You know what I mean? Street, street fighting like, and that's when George Gonzalez was skinny boy. That was a small, small guy. He was probably one sixty, soaking wet. That wasn't he a big was guy like in those street fights. Twenty one, twenty years old or something at the time. Yeah, he was a he was a baby. Like what do we, I don't know, like again? Like you have to be. You don't. You, nobody's Conor McGregor. Nobody can self promote. The reason why Khabib is as big as a star of he is right now is because of Conor McGregor. Because everybody wants to see the bad guy lose. Khabib fights anybody else. Not as exciting. It's not as exciting. Khabib, was it 28, 29 and 0? I've never gone out of my way to watch a Khabib fight. You better fucking believe in April, I will, because of Tony Ferguson. But again, right. it's Tony Ferguson that makes me want to see that fight. No, you're right. Khabib's style is boring, and he doesn't do any self-promotion. So, I mean, he, he doesn't have any of that going. For, if he had one, if his style was exciting to watch or if he was doing some kind of self-promotion, but he, yep. he doesn't have either one. Now, that's not to say it's, he's not dominant. But no, I mean he yeah, he you've seen him out there, he's dominated Connor. Uh now yeah. if he I gets past I, I yeah. what's that? It'll happen. I said I don't want to see that again. No, I mean I'll watch it, but yeah. I know what's gonna happen. Like, and again, that's everybody's talking like oh him and Connor. It's like yo, don't and Brandon Shop talks about this all the time in the, like this last three podcasts. I'm not gonna say Connor Khabib. Tony Ferguson is a motherfucker, bro. Yes, he is. A motherfucker. Like, everything, as, as psychotic and as disassociated as John Jones is with, with reality, so Tony Ferguson is the complete opposite. He's disassociated with pain. The motherfucker doesn't get tired. He never stops. Yeah, He's he just fought. keeps coming. Better. His face is fucked up. It's like, dude, give me more. He doesn't give up, and he's a monster on the ground, the best jujitsu guy that fucking Khabib has ever faced. And again, I say all that, maybe Khabib goes out there and completely dominates him because he's a fucking gorilla of a bear, of a human being, and just is that much stronger. But you hear Josh Thompson talk about on the Joe Rogan podcast that when he fought Tony, like his hands are so big, they literally like wrapped around his arms and he controlled him. Like he's never been controlled before. Josh Thompson keeps the 100, man. And Josh Thompson, I think, trains with Khabib. I think he's like the captain at AKA. You know what I mean? He fucking knows. If anybody knows Josh Thompson knows both of them, that's a hell of a, hell of a fight. Look at that. We're in February, and we're yeah, talking April. about March. That's how much we March? Yeah, March April. or April. March. Yeah. Oh, no, we, it was April. We already crossed over John Jones. We talked about him, and that's how exciting it's going to be that we're already talking about this. This, And it's not because of Khabib. Yeah. But it's Tony Ferguson. I mean, yeah, and that's what it because, is. It's because it's, it's because it's the real threat to a supremely dominant champion. Right. And like, he's not. And he's not doing promotion. But we know how he fights. We know that his engine, his motor, doesn't stop. And that's what we want to see. And he's a crazy son of a bitch. I've seen him fight. Yeah, every fight he's ever had has been phenomenal. Like the man does not have a bad fight. Every fight Khabib has is safe. It's ground and pound. It's, you know what I mean? It's, let's figure this out. And I'm going to choke you out or I'm just going to maul you on the ground and just be the heaviest person ever. But, but, but Tony feels phenomenal. He loves the ground. He loves that shit. Like some people talk about, oh, right, no, Tony's a different monster, bro. Oh, I cannot. Yeah, I mean, wait. that's not, that's he something he bought Dustin Poirier. Right. He got touched in yeah. that fight. And you he saw him kind of walk. Wobble a little bit, and yeah, we were talking yeah. about that. I 
he had him and he just couldn't hold it. I thought he was, I, I was, I was on the edge of my seat. I was like, oh shit, he's about to choke this dude out. And yeah. he just, yeah. I'm, but like to Khabib's credit, again, he was, he's just methodical. He's just trying to find a way, like as boring as it is, I thought he had him dead to rights, man. I thought that was it. It couldn't get any tighter than that. I thought. I thought that he had it sunk in, and somehow this dude just managed to wriggle his way out. So it's boring, but fuck if it it's effective. But and it's and but you know. But it's not. I'd rather, I'd rather watch. You know, I'd rather watch Tony come at him. And even if they go to the ground, yeah. like it's not gonna be the same thing that Khabib has done. At least that's not what I expect it to be because of of Tony's ground game. It's not gonna be. I'm going to use my leverage and my weight. To lock up your legs and just yeah. tire you and lay on you. Yeah. Yeah. It's not that. It's I'm going to finish you. I'm going to, oh, oh, you want to be on top? All right. I'm going to elbow you from down here. I'm going to look. I'm going to look to take your fucking neck. I'm going to look to break your arm. He's always moving. It's a different animal, man. There's nobody. I think, I'm going to be honest. I think Tony Ferguson beats most people other than Khabib and possibly Khabib. You know what I mean? Like, I think Tony Ferguson beats Connor. Let's just, you know what I mean? Let's just keep it real because K K Tony's going to push a pace that Connor's not ever ready for, right? And if Connor doesn't knock him out in the first round, we, listen, Connor has no cardio. Connor by the third is gassed the fuck out. He's done. And Tony's going to be right there like, oh, okay, here we go, bitch. I'm about to, I'm about to own you like you've never been owned. That's who, that Tony's terrifying, bro. Tony's, El Kukui is real, man. <laughs> Watch out you know, for you know what a Kukui is. Fucking was a uh like a like the nightmare, right? Like fucking it's not a nightmare. It's like a demon, El Kukui. I was gonna say like compared to like the boogeyman, right? But it's not like yeah, yeah it's like a, yeah. 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 Matter of fact, let me look that up as we're talking. <laughs> El Kukui. But there's no I got it. El Kukui meaning, yeah. That's to be boogeyman. As a Mexican urban legend. Yeah, okay. Or the definition of Mexican legend of Austin use of misbehaved children. Yeah, it's the boogeyman. It's it's the boogeyman. It's uh what's the what's the other one that takes children? Like all that shit, bro. Yeah, they, yeah it comes and takes yeah. yeah, he comes and takes bad bad behaving kids. And that's what the fuck Tony does, bro. He makes everybody his sons. <laughs> he, makes every, he makes all of them his sons, man. When he did the, the cowboy, dude, I him fighting Tony Ferguson, watch him fight. Tony Ferguson record. Let me see. I think he's got a. He's twenty six and three, right? Who did Tony Ferguson lose to? Uh, I don't know. It's not record. It would be fights. Nah. Can you pull it up? Who's yeah. If you look him up, I'm pulling oh. it up. I think you can just pull up his stuff in Wikipedia. His last loss was, Jesus, what was this? 2012 to Michael Johnson. Jesus Christ. Michael, Michael Johnson ain't even in the UFC anymore. Was he, that a he, knockout? Uh, unanimous decision, and then ah, okay, and lost to Jamie Tony in two thousand nine, and 
I don't think I was watching Fight Back then. 2009, again, he lost to some fucking name I can't pronounce. Was he in the UFC in 2009? I don't even know if he was in the UFC in 2009. It was his MMA record, but I don't think it was UFC. Uh, let's, let's take a second. Let's take a second and realize. Yeah. Let's take a second and realize that that's how much we don't give a fuck about this fight this weekend. We're looking up Tony Ferguson's fight record. I mean, I, 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 I'd like to be excited, man, for this dude, for John Jones, because we've both seen him fight. We know what he can do, but it's yep. you're right. It's not exciting. Uh, it hasn't been for a while with him. Not, not, not for a very long time, bro. Not for a very, very long time. All right, now we can't finish this podcast because I don't, I don't think I got a chance clear though because we we already ranted about it at the very first segment of this of this whole show. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the halftime show was definitely that gets the biggest chancleta of uh, of the year so far. Listen, man, halftime um, show, people complaining about it. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, people complaining about it. Now, the, there's a specific reason why I wore this shirt today. All right, I was like, you know what? I'm feeling a little good, feeling a little confident in this offseason. Not because of who they hired. You know, one person. That's right, Ed Reed, bro. Ed, fucking. Read. I, I got I got into an argument. This is this is what I really want to talk about. I got into a debate with uh I want to take out my trash. You know, I live in the country. I take out my own trash. And the guy who's obviously way older than me, I go, man, Ed Reed's the best safety of all time. Like we just he's our chief of staff now. He goes, No, he's not Ronnie Lott. I was like, Ronnie Lott. I was like, the, he was good. I was like, the tough one, he was good. The guy didn't he have like his finger cut off in a game so he can go back like, out there. It's one of the toughest motherfuckers on the planet. Yeah, like because it was like jammed or broken or some shit. First of all, crazy, insane, doesn't even make any kind of sense. Badass motherfucker. But I was like, I mean, but let's not disrespect Ed Reed now. Of like the last was it 20, 30, 25 years, it's the best safety, man. Him and Trey Palomalu were touch and go, and then just Ed Reed is just different. Because Palomalu yeah. was like a third, a third or fourth linebacker for Pittsburgh. Palomalu was, uh, he got exposed a little bit in the past game, right? Because he was a beast coming up, yep. stopping the run. Um, yes. And Ed Reed was the opposite. It's he wasn't going to come up and stop the run like Palomalu, you know. Uh, dude, he was a ball hawk. Ed Reed from the days in college, whether he was returning punts or kickoffs, or if he picked it off, or, the dude was a threat yep. to take it to the house every time. And I think he has yep. like the longest touchdown reception uh either interception return or kickoff return in the league like 107 yards some crazy number yeah i don't know if it was a pick or I if it was like special teams. i think it was a pick hold on i'm gonna look that up but dude like he's he's one of the greatest safeties of all time and now he's our uh our chief of staff yeah now the thing that's crazy about that chief of staff, like we talked about it, it's a brand new position that University of Miami just created for this. It was supposed to be Alonzo Highsmith. They couldn't come to an agreement, whatever. But when you have arguably, right, depending on what list you want to put them on, what number you want to put them on, arguably one of the best safeties of all time. When you have him talking to up-and-coming safeties, when people who have played the position, that's going to be a huge, because he's, Chief of Staff is like a weird thing. Like, we talked about it, like, player development. Yo, that's coaching, son. Like, he's, yeah. he's honestly just another coach. You know what I mean? He's a, he's a, he's a big name for recruiting. Like, he showed up to the press conference, which I'm going to watch after this. I just saw the thumbnail. I just didn't have enough time before our show. He would, he showed up in like, in a white t shirt and like a jacket 
with it, with it, you know what I mean, with his long ass hair and with like a hat on top. And he's like, the chief was like, like yo, that, that guy's dressed like a fucking coach. Like that's that's the coach. Like even the coaches dressed more formal. They had like polos and shit. He's showing up with a t-shirt. Like, yeah, man, I'm here. What's what's up? What's going on? What are we gonna talk about? You know what I mean? Like that's another coach. And you have Ed Reed. That these everybody's like, oh, the all the haters are like, oh, these kids aren't gonna know who Ed Reed is. It's like, cause kids don't have YouTube. Like the yeah. fuck, like the fuck we talk. I didn't, I didn't watch Ronnie Lott play. I have YouTube. Like yeah. I I could pull him up and see his highlights. What the fuck are we talking about here, bro? That's yeah, you that was a big time get highlights. They're they're a lot more recent than Ronnie Lott. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I like yeah, and in the U, like you know who you 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 just if you're going to that school, you would even as a 18 year old kid, like you know I think that history. You know the history yeah. of, of who's been even going back to Jimmy Johnson and 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 Michael, you know Michael Irvin and the yeah. the, the guys that came before Ed Reed, Ray uh, Lewis, you know Lewis, Michael Vilma, which was not before. I think they were like around Jonathan. the same time frame, or it was after. But That's another Jonathan. player, another Jonathan, Jonathan Vilma, Jonathan Vilma, another fucking Jonathan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think he, he got the I right think he played. Yeah, I think he played at the same time with like that's the classic him with like with Frank Gore, Sean Taylor, you know what I mean, Roscoe Parrish. Wow, dude, I I'll never forget it. I, I'll tell the story until the day I die. I was in Aloha Stadium when he killed that punter. I was there, like I saw it coming. Like he's coming from the other side, and the punter's trying to go to like the short side of the field, and he kills him for like. First of all, it's an all-star game. You're not supposed to tackle in that game. Yeah. I don't know if that punter ever ever kicked again, bro. And then it was fucked up. It was fucked up because that was the same year that he was killed. That he was yeah. killed in his home protecting his family. Sean Taylor, like that's what when I mentioned Sean Taylor to the guy, he was like, Yeah, man, Sean Taylor would have been that dude. Sean Taylor was on his way of being the greatest safety of all time. Unquestionable. Yeah. yeah. Like um, and he and again, and he played behind Ed Reed. You know what I mean? Like, what do like it's ah, the, the the glory days, twenty fucking years ago. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but now you. I'm 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 excited about it. You know, he might be a a, a name hire, right? They made up a position. Right. Maybe it's to attract uh, recruits. Maybe it's to help right. babysit uh, Manny Diaz. Maybe yeah. it's a little bit of that. Uh, I don't know. I knew him as a player, and I knew that he, uh, you know, I knew that he was on winning teams when he was a player. Both yep. in college and in the league, mm-hmm. like, yep, he, he was around great coaching. He knows what good coaching is supposed to look like, what discipline is supposed to look like, yep. and he's been out of the league for a few years now. You know, like you, maybe that's what he wants to do. Maybe he wants to get into coaching. Maybe he wants to be on I that think, side of, of of the ball. Who knows? I think if I if I remember, I think he did like a year with the Buffalo Bills. Um, I read about as, that. As, yeah. As, yeah, as a coach. Um, Coach Bills, yeah. So yeah, pops up. Yeah, I think he did like a season or two. Yeah, he wanted a second chat. Yeah, he he was there. He so maybe with, he got uh, he was, and he's better. Yeah, he was with Rex Ryan. Ah, oh, Rex Ryan, Jesus, yeah. that's why it failed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's. I mean, remember because Rex Ryan was his coach at a when he was when he was a defense. Uh, Rex Ryan was a defensive coordinator of that team. That is true. Yeah. So, you know I mean, he's that he's that dude. That's what Rex Ryan should be doing. He shouldn't be doing fucking head coach. He should be a D coordinator. That guy's a fucking monster at that. Yeah. Gets people hyped. But uh but yeah, man, that's that's exciting for me, dude. Like 
I mean, it worked today. We got a this today was National Signing Day, like the mm-hmm. second one because they have like the early period in December. So yeah. the second one was today. And Miami picked up. I mean, it can't hurt having Ed Reed, right? Miami picked up the number one safety uh, in the nation. I mean, dude named Avante Williams. So I mean that that already can't hurt. Like we, I don't know. I don't remember the last time Miami got the number one in anything. You know what I mean? So we'll see, bro. It's fucking crazy. Well, yeah, man. Check out. I'm, I know you're gonna fucking judge me and hate me for this, but check out next in, next in fashion, bro. You actually like it. You would actually enjoy Netflix. it. Yeah, it's Netflix, so they got all the seasons. Okay, it's it's not bad, bro. And I'll give it a shot. I don't know if I'm gonna binge it. But who knows? I might be up to four in the morning. And be like, what am I doing right now? I know. What the fuck? I gotta I gotta go to work in an hour. But yeah. the, and the other one that I binged, this one was this one was because like, like reality TV is is like a thing for me. Sometimes it's it's good to like just decompress and watch something that has nothing to do with nothing. And the other one on uh on Netflix was a uh, was Cheer. It's a it's a cheerleading yeah cheerleading reality show yeah. About like the most dominant school in the country. It's like this small town in Texas. It was like a community college and shit. And they talk about that shit. Like, again, oh, it's 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 like, dude, like they drop these like 80 pound girls on their fucking necks. You know what I mean? Like the, the <laughs> girls will come out, like, yeah, dude, like you'll hear it, and the mat is like the mat is like that yeah. thick, right? <laughs> and then you'll hear them fucking you hear fucking like, what the fuck? And then you see a girl like not moving and shit. Like, yo, is that bitch dead? Like, what the fuck is going on here? Forget that, her that, that eighty, yeah, that eighty pound girl's fucking dead. Like this, yeah. this fuck, this is fucking weird. And then like all the all the dudes are like all they're all gay and they're like all super catty. Like they're all, they're all like fuck you, bitch. Oh, you ain't shit. Like what the fuck is going? The fuck is going on, dude? It's the craziest shit, bro. What it's it's, it's <laughs> now. What you say? So what part of Texas do they live in? Dude, I don't, I don't even remember, but like the the rival school, like the second biggest uh, threat to them was like in the same town, and they go to like cheerleading, they do this thing in like Daytona, or whatever. Like that's what it all all leads up to, which sucks because you can't really watch it. But whatever, dude. Like you know what they're doing. But yeah, man, it's it's so fucking like you see these girls, and then like you have like these parents who are like the obsessive parents that are like in all the all the like kid shit you know what i mean like oh you need to do this like they have this one girl that kind of looks like demi lovato if she demi lovato got like uh what's it like skin cancer i don't know <laughs> She's like melanoma or something <laughs> yeah i do like she just doesn't look good like and she's a child and i'm sorry but she, her parents should probably stop making her like like she definitely sits in the tanning booth she doesn't get out in the sun you know what I mean? Like she's like weirdly dark, like very, that skin, like that orange. Yeah, like that. like yeah. if she keeps doing that, she's gonna have like that that charcoal skin when she's older. Like I, I was worried about. It. I was like, yo, this this girl doesn't look good. There's a scene yeah. where like she's on the phone with her mom, and she, her mom's on speakers. Like you can, remember, you can't eat that because that like almost like giving her like a fucking like a lecture on what to eat. Like oh, you remember you gotta eat more more spinach because it does this and lettuce does that. And then if you eat steak, you're 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 gonna feel like all this stuff is like you gotta eat less. You're getting too fat. Like giving her a fucking uh, what's that shit called? Like a, a eating disorder. Body shaming her. I'm listening to, her. yeah, body shaming her on the phone. I was like, and her mom's not all that to look at. You know what I mean? Hey. But again, like their family doesn't do anything else but monetize off this girl. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like the whole thing was like, oh, she's gonna go to all these cheer camps, and these cheer camps pay her. And you see her dad like 
in some makeshift office with like a fax machine and shit behind him. And he's like, oh no, she's uh she's booked until next July. And I was like, yo, I was like, I was telling him, I was like, yo, like they're monetizing this girl, like they're pimping this girl out. And she's like 19 or 20. Jesus. Like, this girl's gonna this girl's gonna end up on all the drugs. Again, it's not like she they're getting dropped on their fucking neck, probably popping painkillers. For sure. Dude, hey, by the way, you mentioned body shaming. Yeah, I'm all for body shaming. Fuck this body positivity movement. America is almost 40% <laughs> obese. 40% of America is obese. You know why I joined, joined cross country? You know why I still run and work out after I left the army? Because people You're like the only one of your brother. other people body shame me because they would just like fucking pinch my damn nipples when I was in the pool or call me fat boy yeah. or whatever it was. Yeah. That shit didn't make That's me good. cry. That shit made me fucking toughen up and hit the road and run and hit the gym. So forget body positivity. Give you a bit of paranoia, though, I see. I said it gave you a bit of paranoia. So I'm all about body shaming. I'm all about body shaming. We gave you a fucking mental disorder. That's why you wore the shirts. That's why you wore the t-shirt in the pool. No, I never wore the t-shirt in the pool. You must be out of your goddamn mind. Nah. I just I just edited my memory, so that's how I remember it now. I was never appreciated. I wasn't. It wasn't like that. But any little bit, I was like, "Oh shit, I'm slipping. I need to go uh, do some more push-ups and squats and go run." You like the, you fucking. You were always when you always did cross country and all that shit. Marlon was the only one that like was never active, but you could see his fucking his bones through his veins and shit. That guy never gained a pound. He I still know. doesn't. Yeah, he still doesn't. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. <laughs> You're the only fit one of your brothers. Yeah, I think so. yeah, I know it's crazy is that my brothers were athletes, right? Like Chris would play. Chris fucked up his ACL, but he used to ball yeah. out. He played ball, and, and Eric John was he he was so big, he was so much bigger than the other kids. Like the dude's like six two or something, six yeah. one. But John, growing Eric up, he was played, big. yeah, he was afraid to hit people playing football because he's like, ah, uh, their father's watching, and I'm afraid that their dad's gonna say something. Is gonna say something to me mm-hmm. for hitting their son. And I was like, hey, and at that time, my stepdad, his his dad, you know, he sometimes he watched games, but he worked night shifts for like uh the airlines. He was a mechanic. Yeah. So he he'd miss some of the games. And I'm like, dude, you go lay those kids out. If their father has anything to say, he can say it to me. And I was like, I yeah. don't know, 14 or whatever at the time, 13. I was like, his, he can say it to me. I remember some kid ran up to Eric John and slapped him and then ran off. And they, they were twins. I can't remember the last name, Mingus and something. Mingus, that's his fucking name. That's how you know as an annoying kid. Mingus, yeah, I think that was her last name. And I kissed a little fucker down like in front of his father. Like, it's like, no, nah, you're not going to do that. But yeah, he was he was athletes, but they're big dudes. They love to eat. I love to eat too, but I... I you run it off. But uh, do dude, like, Eric John, Eric John is a gentle giant, bro. Like, he's always been that. You know what I mean? He's never been... He's not this tough guy. He's like, he's massive, but he's like the nicest guy, bro. No, he is, like bro. But and he was uh, to his detriment, I think, right? Until someone fucked with him and pushed yep, it the wrong, yep. like pushed it too far, and yep. he beat the crap out of people, like, and and okay, all that stopped. All that stopped in school. I don't know if it was like eighth grade or seventh grade or something like that. But once he finally decided enough is enough, and he beat the crap out of these people, yep. it didn't mm-hmm. happen again. <laughs> yeah, that guy's, a, that guy's a fucking monster. Goddamn. Yeah, man. Uh, 
real quick though, how do you how do you end with no body positivity while at the beginning of this podcast we were saying women gotta uplift other women? How did how did that spin? Because because you're abnormally large nipples? That has nothing to do with this. They were uh, they're normal size. Uh no no uh, no, the I, 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 there's nothing wrong with a little need. motivation. That's all it is. Body shaming is yeah, just motivation. Absolutely. You're not tearing people absolutely. down. You don't have to body oh, shame man. them in public on Twitter where like millions of people can see. But just be like, you know, when you're hanging out with your with your boys or with your girlfriends or whatever, be like, hey. Like, yeah, no. your wife is not leaving for no. another dude. Right? That's all you got to say. Here's the thing. I would just be like, hey, if you got divorced tomorrow, like, would you just be able to like jump right in? Nah, dude, you wouldn't. You'd have to take five months off from the game because you, you're not, you you're not right. Right. Yeah. I, I tell people yeah. and I, around, right. I'm like, hey, look, and, and, and look, my wife and I have been together for 14 years now, together for 14 yeah. years. And, uh, you've been a like, worst case time. scenario. If, 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 if she decides to leave me because she gets tired of me, I can't be like a mm. I can't be a fucking beat up Ford Tempo with like two hundred thousand miles on it. No, I gotta be like a certified pre owned BMW three series with like two or three years. At best, gotta, at, best you're, at best you're a nineteen ninety seven Ford probe. Dude. At best. Dude, you don't know what the hey, fuck you're talking about. No. No, listen. Yeah. No. Nobody's gonna be like, no, let's but go I for want, the runner. I wanted to say the truth Nobody's gonna be like, if some shit pops off, nobody goes. The runner will protect me. No, nobody's. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I'm not, I don't even Are you run. Get help? Go get somebody stronger. <laughs> that's why I hit the gym. Hey, that's why I went from like 120 pounds running cross country to like one, and it's not even that much. But I'm like 150. It's but like I put on 30 pounds. 137. I, what are you 137 now? 30, 35 pounds. Oh my god. Hey, the runner, there's the runner. I'm like five four. What what am I gonna do? Put on like. Uh, be 200 pounds. You had to, uh, let's be honest. Like, if, if your wife left you, which I'm, I'm honestly surprised she hasn't, because first of all, you're <laughs> annoying. You know what I mean? Like, you'd have to like join CrossFit to meet women, right? Like, you couldn't like pick up a chick at a bar because because when you walk up to them, they'll have to hop off their stool because they'll be taller than you, right? And then you can't be sitting on a stool to look taller because then when you hop down, they're gonna be like, oh my god, where do you go? But that's a game. You, know you, mean? you like, just sit on the stool and they don't even notice, and it's just like, oh, same. You know, by the time you sit so down, quick. they've already made that decision. <laughs> you 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 ghost them while you're standing there in person. It's weird, but yeah. uh, <laughs> oh, hey, Jonathan or Nathan, whatever. Oh my but god! The other thing, since you mentioned cheerleading before, before we uh, call it a night, I wonder yeah. how many of those people that were complaining about the halftime show and 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 those two women exposing themselves. How many of them send their girls, their, their daughters to cheerleading? Probably all of them. All of them, right? right. Cheerleading, team, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All that shit, all that shit. Shaming them. It's 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 strange, man. Because like you watch this cheer show, like you literally hear you hear these like young girls talking about like they. I just assume they all have eating disorders because they like you hear how like they they have to manage everything they eat. Because they have to stay, because like the flyers or whatever, the ones that get thrown in the air, they have to yeah, stay within a certain weight. You know what I mean? They have to stay under 100 pounds. Like, yo, under 100 pounds, like, there's no way you're getting any any kind of nutrition. Right. Like, what are you eating? Like, you can't eat anything crazy. Because, you know what I mean? Like, and you, you, you have to, you watch that shit, and it's like, 
Yo, this isn't healthy, man. Like these girls are gonna have all types of eating disorders and problems. And I feel and the same way about like and you're not having kids when you're older because you're not like nourishing your body when you're that young. You're you're keeping yourself exactly from, like you're, you're keeping nourishment from your body. So how are you gonna develop as a woman? Exactly. Like your your body's irregular, you know what I mean? Like you're not you're not getting your nutrients. There's no yeah, you're, you're not I, like I don't know if I don't know how many girls, especially like these new these new young girls, like are a little bit different. You know what I mean? I think as they got older, I think they were able to have kids. But like you think of like the Simone Biles or these other gymnasts and athletes to that level, like what yeah. they've done to their bodies is is insane, bro. At such a young age, and you know what I mean? Because they've been in that they've been in that longer than kids play than men play football, right? Because yeah. they, they could I think they could start cheerleading at like three years old. You know what I mean? They're already doing shit like that. So by the time they get to high school, they've been doing it. They've been doing it 16, 17 years, getting thrown around, tearing their Achilles. I do the injuries are crazy, and not to yeah, mention like you look their careers are over when they're what 18. So yeah, yeah, 18, 22. Like I think Simone Biles is doing it again next year in, in Japan. I mean, I think she's like nine, I think she's like 20, 22, maybe. I don't know. But it's it's crazy, man. Like it's 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 interesting watching it, but then it's like there's like that dark side of it. Because it's like a documentary, right? So they'll talk, they'll talk to people. And then, like, you hear, like, the way some men or some women, like, oh, these were the greatest, like, they talk about it, like, these, these were the greatest times of my life. I was in such great shape. Like, you almost look at it like, man, like, there's something missing here where, like, you never moved on from it. You know what I mean? Like, I appreciate, like, all my all my history, but, like, I wouldn't, there, I don't think there's anything I would ever, like, do a documentary on and talk about in that way. You know what I mean? Like, and these are, like, men or women in the, like, 40s, 50s, and 60s, like, oh, this really instills body positivity and I'm like no it doesn't like I don't think so they're literally telling you there's no way like you have to wear these like semi skimpy clothes for you know what I mean when you're young and then you have to look a certain way because you know girls are gonna call you fat guys are gonna you know what I mean all this stuff if you have anything showing that's not flattering like it's crazy man God I didn't know this this podcast would be so body positive and shaming oriented it's just it's just what happens on this fucking show man it. Yeah, we talked about everything. My dog is snoring right now, bro. I like leaving this shit on the podcast because it keeps it one hundred. My dog is fucking. He has the. This is what he does. He was throwing shit around right on the on, and now he's sleeping. He has a pillow under him and he has a blanket on top of him. He's laid out like a fucking human being. Yeah, he started to fall asleep when we started talking about John Jones. That's what happened. Yeah, that's how, you know what though? He, honestly, I think he did. That's that's how boring <laughs> it was. He said not this. Shit. Like, oh, they, were, they were talking about they were they were making fun of geography. I'm gonna stay awake for this one. John Jones, think about that shit. It was more interesting talking about geography, son, than John Jones's fight three days from now. Steven's gonna hear this and probably this. You know what I mean? Well, we'll get to listen to him on Sunday. Oh yeah, he'll probably go off for like 45 minutes. John Jones, like, dude, if he doesn't move up to heavyweight, I don't care. There's no matchup I want to see. Not a sink. I'm not excited at all, bro. I might watch it. Maybe if I stay up for it. That's that's the best I can give you. There's no excitement here. No excitement at all. I'm gonna watch it just so I have just so I can speak about it on Sunday. I, have I, could, I could watch it like that morning and watch the highlights, you know what I mean, and see what happened. <laughs> but then if he gets knocked out, is it as exciting if he moves up to heavyweight? Because I'd rather him win this fight and then leave. And then move on. I'm yeah, good with that. How do you want leave it to fight? Me. Do you want it to be like a like a back and forth battle or do you just want him to dominate and just knock knock this dude out and just and then 
where we realize, okay, he's superior to everyone else in that division, and it's time for him to move on. I want a war, right? I want a war to make Dominic Reyes look like not equal because I don't think there's anybody equal to John Jones, but look like a, a real contender, and then like he the can take over the mantle. Yeah, like the heir to the throne. And then John Jones goes, you know what, man? I've, I've won another one. Now I need a new challenge. I need a new and bigger challenge. I'm moving up to heavyweight. And he calls off Stipe. Like, that's that's perfect. Because I don't want to... DC Stipe, I've seen it twice. Yeah, One knockout, one knockout. We're good. I want to see a third one. I'm not that hyped about it. It's not that big of a deal for me. These, John Jones, John Jones Stipe, yes. John Jones DC, three for the heavyweight title. Yes, John Jones, Francis Ngannou. Yes, yes. John Jones, Overeem. Yes, John Jones. Anybody else at fucking heavyweight? Yes, I don't. I can't. I don't give a fuck. See, I can name more heavyweights than I, than I can two o fivers. You know what I mean? Five years, three years ago, it wasn't like that. That's where the that's where the money is now, man. Heavyweight champion of the world is everything. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not excited about it though, man. I'm literally, I'm literally putting myself to sleep as I'm talking. I'm like yawning and shit, and I'm, and I'm, and I'm the one talking. It's probably it's time to call it. Dude. <laughs> yeah, but I'm yeah. not excited about it at all. Still love this shit right here. Oh. But yeah, man. Uh, see you Sunday. I'll let you know what's time. Obviously, we'll do it live, and uh, you know, got to coordinate with Steven that has like 17 kids and shit. Oh, that's yeah, he does. And just in case, yeah. uh. In case you're listening and uh, you didn't catch on in the beginning of the show and you want another opportunity to uh, deport Benjamin, mira, papá, hablamos el domingo después de la pelea. El domingo, no vamos. El do Oye, tú sabes que Deb deberíamos hacer una, un podcast completamente en español. Sí, con tu primo. Completamente. ¿Tú tienes sí, un primo claro. en Panamá? Sí, 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 oh, un, un primo en Panamá. Él lo puede hacer de, de su, from his fucking high rise. And just and just make everybody mad. Fuck it. Like we're everywhere, bitch. Everywhere. You can't Dale. get rid of Latinos. We're here forever. Dale, bro. Nos vemos. Nos vemos. Yep. I know we're like we th that was the dead air right we're like fuck what's what, what's happening with uh el cucuy let's just google what does el cucuy mean what's his record what's the last time he lost <laughs> yeah i was going back and forth Thanks for listening to the Man Chatter Podcast with your host as always, Ben Borges. Till next time, peace.